92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the... Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. This is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a runway. Bubbles popping up before you know where. This rubble and dust, this will be pushing it up. Somebody say, you Everybody, happy Friday. It's kind of miserable out there, but we will uh, persevere. Uh, Jason Smith's going to be uh, with us in the next segment. This is straight up at 10 o'clock. We have a whole lot to talk about. I want to start out with some, some injury news. I mean, a lot. I know a lot of people are uh, down about Marcus Smart. And... Uh, I know uh, Santi's out too. Don't you think though? I felt like yesterday the collective the collective response was it's gone from like what next to it's like laughable. Yeah, it's no, just no, now, I, now it's at the point. You, if you didn't laugh a rueful laugh Correct. or at least like, internally laugh, yes. you, you, you. I think that was the if the universal reaction to the take the go back to the beginning the Stephen Adams injury was like the gut, that punch, gut punch, gut like punch. that. Just you could feel your whole body sinking. <laughs> the the. The universal, I think, community re- reaction to Marcus Smart was what next? What like, just laughter? Laugh, yeah. Just n- not not because it's funny. Yeah. Not because it's funny laughter. That thing, yes. But the good news on the injury report is uh, active today. John Martin. John Martin's back. He's been. He's been he on is. a Friday, no less. On a Friday, no, no Normally, yeah. even if you're fi- even hey, if you're on the mend, it's I'll just, just like, start one fresh more day. on Monday. Yeah. I probably need just to be, be just to be safe. But uh, Jason's been doing such a good job in his absence. Uh, I was like, I was ready to say John who, but uh, good to have John Martin. Be, we'll be back um, today. Uh, we do, we have a lot to get to. There's already hiring in the NFL. There's stuff on the Saban coaching. The, I mean, the Alabama coaching set. We're going to get to all that in a minute. I did want to ask if you are well stocked up in bread and milk, I gather that because we're looking at um, some atrocious weather mm-hmm. coming up, particularly early next week. That's yeah. when, That's when, according to the forecasts, you see one degree, for example, mm-hmm. in the forecast, right? So, uh, Which is up from negative one. Yeah, which is, which is up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. But it was, at one point, it was negative one. Uh-huh. So... Just in, I I saw I think it was Steve Conley over on Facebook was talking about what a disaster it was at Kroger. Have people all like are people? So have, I, has I the been rush grocery begun? shopping done? I went to Sam's yesterday. Oh well, so and, what was the scene at Sam's? And the 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 uh, the bread and the water and the paper towels cleaned out. Just like at the bottom stack of the pallet. Like really, yeah. So people have, well, yeah. good for y'all. Good for y'all. Who now, are, for the record, I was not at Sam's for that reason. No, okay, yeah, it's fine. You were mm-hmm. just making your basic run Correct. to Sam's. I do think bread is, you know, bread gets you by. You know, bread, sure. bread, bread is. Especially got like peanut butter, yeah. Water, I, you know, I, I guess the water is anticipation of losing water. I think so. Um, or free, you know, whatever. Uh, never, a boil, a boil. Even as someone, and I gather right now from my, uh, the family that I still have, uh, up in Buffalo uh-huh. right now, there is 
there were, you know, the power outages and no access to the roads and, you know, whatever else. Like, it's a, it's a disaster up there. We never did the stock up thing, I, I, you know, maybe because we well, like. Hashtag built different. I guess it's built different. Uh-huh. We just never did the stock up thing, and so and I'm not really going to do the stock up thing now. But uh, for all of you who are, I uh, I wish you luck as you uh, as you as you make your way through the grocery stores of Memphis. I will say this, I am way more concerned about losing power, not from the perspective that my wife is concerned about losing power. It's Super Wild Card Weekend. Like um, I, I don't want like what, right. You don't want to miss games. And even and even then, it's like okay, well, you can watch on your phone for a little bit, but it's like then how do I recharge? Are my we phone? gonna have? I, I had like Jeff. It's Memphis. That's and, the thing. Like, we have had some power like, why, outages why, of late. Someone explain to me why we should give them the benefit of the doubt. But what's what's gonna happen? That's gonna knock the power. Well, typically, out. when it gets cold like this, trees fall, cold snaps. Correct. Is it ice storm? Then, is it ice storm of, stuff though? Are we looking at an ice storm or just cold weather? But on top of that, when it gets super cold, then the power grid gets overpowered. Like it gets uh-huh. overworked. I got I got a massive MLG and W uh-huh. bill yesterday. Oh, and in fact, I have my MLG and W bill set to pay automatically. Yeah. Right. Um, and I got a notification yesterday. It did not go through. Because I have a ceiling on the freaking well, how well, automatically yeah. it is, and I had exceeded it, and I didn't think I'd been doing anything particularly extravagant. But heating. anyway, but but heating. Yeah, if you use um, gas. It's and then I am right a now. little surprised. It was windy. In fact, I had a little small crisis uh, last night because I was scrolling or doing whatever I was doing upstairs, and Claire comes up and says the front door's open. The front door had blown open. Mm-hmm. It had just blown open, and Gus had taken off. Well, these guys, with with that much wind, that's a lot of sniffs out there. And then you worry, like, mm-hmm. where the hell is he gone? Uh, so he, he recovered. Anyway, uh, wish you all well as we uh, negotiate this weather. I, it may be something we're talking about uh, considerably more on Monday. We do have, um, obviously, Grizzlies tonight against the Clippers. Uh, Tigers Sunday against Wichita State, uh, but I wanted to start with the actual the, the the burbling news of the day, really, which is coaching news, mm-hmm. and it's it's coaching news across college football and NFL football. But let's start with the headline that Adam Schefter I think broke today. Gerard Mayo is the new coach of the New England Patriots. Is he going by Jared now? Is it Jared? Or- the, so I've always known as Gerard Mayo, like even right. when he was back at Tennessee. That is what he was. But at I've been hearing people calling him Jared, Jared Mayo, Mayo, and I'm like, wait, has he changed his name? Has he like what? I've like at Tennessee, he was Gerard Mayo. We will get this figured out. Uh, good for a, uh, one of the truly great. He was a truly great UT Vol, truly great UT Vol, a leader, a great NFL player, and has been a rising star in the coaching profession. A lot of folks thought that this might be a landing spot for Mike Vrabel. Uh, but they obviously knew what they were doing uh, when when they parted ways with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have a new coach. Your thoughts? Sorry, I was I thought you said to get me the name pronunciation. No, 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 I didn't. No, I said we will. No, 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 I didn't. No, any. What, what are your thoughts on the hire? Um. So Who I the guess hell knows. I guess that's my thought on the hire. Well, how would my, you, how would you have like, any conviction about it one way or another? I do think it shows that. Maybe like this was the plan, right? It was clearly the plan, and so I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm like I'm like you. Like in the end, like do, does it make sense? I mean, kind of, but at the same time, it's almost like does he? By the way, we always we're, we're talking about with Saban. Don't be the guy who follows the guy, right? I mean, I just think in the NFL, it's does, so different. I think it's so different. You're not expected to keep it going. Well, and on top of that, like he, and I assume Gerard Mayo is not going to have like GM control. Like you know, in the end, like well, plus plus he's following a guy who has of late anyway been unsuccessful. Correct. That also makes a difference. Um, only the fifteenth head coach. I would much rather be Gerard Mayo than I would. I mean, I guess who did it end up being Cam Newton? Who's the guy that ends up? You know, who's the, whoever ends up being replacing Brady. Well, who did replace? Brady? I think it was Cam Newton. Was it Cam Newton? And that was a terrible uh, May was only thirty-seven years old. He will be the youngest coach in the NFL. Uh, Sean McVay 
has been the youngest coach since, honestly, since he got the job in 2017. Uh, Mayo is one month younger than uh, McVay. He was, of course, um, selected in the first round of the NFL draft by the Pats out of the University of Tennessee. There were thoughts that, um, there were thoughts that, there had been a little chill between Mayo and Belichick. They had been close, like a, a, a protege, right? Um, I had, think it always gets frosty whenever you're waiting on someone to leave. I mean, remember it got frosty between Jimbo and well, Bobby Bowden when they signed when they signed Mayo to a contract extension in the summer. Mm-hmm. They sort of identified him as um, as the successor. And it's honestly one reason why they don't have to go through the NFL hiring process. It's not because uh, Mayo's African-American. It's because um, they, in, in the contract, that right. I gather they... Uh, There's they a had, stipulation that basically says... ...established yeah. this. But anyway, so there you go. Uh, so uh, Mayo is, is the new guy there. In terms of Alabama, which I think is the biggest source of intrigue right now, right? Would you not say Alabama is the biggest source of intrigue? Yes. Uh, in Alabama, at least according to The Athletic, they are down to three finalists. Is that what you generally see reported, or is that is that... Yes, that's what you see reported. Well, we know that Dan Lanning, who, when we went off the air, there were still rumors that he was, uh, that he was in Tuscaloosa. Very clearly was not in Tuscaloosa, uh, and is staying, uh, as demonstrated in his video, is staying in Oregon. And so the reports of who are the finalists are Kaylin DeBoer, Mike Norvell, and Tommy Reese. And that an announcement could come as early as today. I What's Tommy Reese doing on that list? Why is he on that list? I Honestly... My first instinct Is it just was out of respect to Tommy Reese, sort of just a no. My my first instinct was Jimmy. I'm, could, as, I'm assuming Ty, I'm assuming Tommy's agent is Jimmy, <laughs> just because. Yeah, I mean that's because he's you, everybody's agent, yeah. right? All right, so uh, Norvell. the Alabama job is open. You are not giving it to a offensive coordinator that did a fine job, right? Like, fine, he was. Fine. Uh, Norvell only has a $4 million buyout. Uh, I think that's Kiffin's, too. So, so what do you make of DeBoer? You, you, would, you said yesterday I'd hire you would hire, hire Kalen DeBoer. The knocks against Kalen DeBoer, Will I don't think matter. Him? The knocks are he's never coached in the SEC. Correct. Neither, by the way, is Mike Norvell, but he has coached in the South. Correct. Uh, in, the, in, the, in the footprint of the SEC. Correct. Um, so you would hire Kalen DeBoer. Yes. Do you think he'll take the job? Yes. You do not hire Jimmy Sexton as your agent when you're just trying to get an extension. And Washington is different than Oregon. Like Correct. Oregon, you feel like, because of Nike, because of the resources, that they can they can win a national championship. Well, and on top there. of that, like they built Washington built <clears throat> that team for this run. Like he had a ton of COVID seniors. You had three NFL receivers coming back. You had Penix coming back for his 12th year. You know, like all of that's built for that one run. I I had my antenna up when I saw that Washington was taking Will Rogers. It's like, is he really going to be their starting quarterback? Because I like Will fine when he's in an air raid offense, but that's not the air raid. Um. The knocks against him are the the SEC the the, the ge- geographic stuff. The, it's also true that, like I I was listening yesterday to other folks talk about this, and someone say, "Well, how do you how do you know he was gifted Michael Penix Jr.? No, he wasn't gifted. No, Michael he went Penix and got Jr. him. He went and got Michael twice, but he was gifted the receivers. Yes, he a hundred percent was gifted no three NFL receivers, yep. and so most of that team, like some of that team, a lot of that team, a lot of the best parts of that team, he did not recruit. Yeah, I mean, but uh, to me, the the biggest thing, and right now in football, is identifying quarterbacks, and he's got a pretty good track record at doing that. The biggest thing in football is identifying quarterbacks, and he has a pretty good track record of doing that. But, like, to me, so, so do you think Kalen DeBoer like, will be the new head coach at Alabama by the end of the day? Uh, uh, forget that. Do you think he will be the new head coach at Alabama? I tend to think so, yes. 
That's where I think it's headed. Because if you want to play out the scenario, one thing that I do believe is 100% true, I think Nick Saban's picking a successor. And if you think back before... Uh, I, I would think Nick Saban would be more of a Kalen DeBoer guy than a, than a Mike Norvell guy. Correct. And furthermore, if you think back to last year when he had to go get an offensive coordinator, he originally go tried, went to try to get Ryan Grubb, who's right. the offensive coordinator at Washington, and Ryan Grubb did the, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with the three, the three NFL receivers. And, so and think Ryan Grubb would become the new yes. head coach at Washington. I think that would be likely. If this is the way it plays out, should Alabama fans be happy? And would you predict a national championship at Alabama in the next five years? Because to should, me, that's the job. Yeah, I think I. I was trying to think what is the right timeline. It, it, it I think clearly is to win a national championship. It, it's like absurd it's to in say, the next five years. And by the way, I think after, you're right. If you haven't done it after four years, people yeah. will be getting impatient. Honestly, if you haven't done it after was, three I, years, that, people that, will be getting well, impatient. Well, that was my first thought. Was forget four. It's like after the third year, it's like, where's this headed? Oh, there's no question. Like, so I say give them five years to win a national championship, but people will be, after year two, people will say next year's the year to win it or he'll, you know. The only thing that gives me a little hesitation is I want to see what fan reaction is to like, if you win a couple of playoff games, but you get beat, like you get, you get, like, what happens? If yeah, we you, don't we don't have that now. Yeah, like right now, if you get to an AFC Championship game in the like that is to the credit of Mike Vrabel, he got to an AFC yes. Championship game. He gets credit for that. Correct. We've never had an extended playoff in right. college football. So does winning two playoff games does that buy, buy you, you yes. some goodwill? Like I don't know. I, like, I, I I think it would buy you goodwill. I don't know if it would buy you goodwill at Alabama. That's the problem. It would buy you goodwill at Florida State. Right. Um. So you think he will be the head coach? That would be my... And if so, why not today? Uh, I don't... I have no idea. I mean, in the end, in the end, the reasons, like, why you wouldn't do it today is, like, if you've told certain people, like, they're going to get a chance and you want to feel like you're, you're doing the let's, process the right way. Let's say Kalen DeBoer gets the job. Mm-hmm. Are they mad at Florida State and Mike Norvell that he was on this list? Um... Is this, is this, is this... I is think Florida's... That's a great question. Is that, are people so, going to be dinging him I don't because... Think what? So, you didn't... Because I, I talked to one of my buddies in Tampa yesterday, and he said in his office they had, he had some big Florida State people. He said they were very nervous. And so I think... I think in the end, if he stays, you, you, you're not going to hold that against him because at a certain level, Florida State realized this year by getting left out of the playoff... Like, I think you can still be like, well, it is the Alabama job. You would think, but, you know, Memphis fans were mad that John went to Kentucky, you know? Yeah, but I mean, I would actually, that one, that one at least, I don't know. I thought it was, I think the more ridiculous one was when there were Memphis fans that were legitimately trying to say why Memphis would be a better football job than Florida State. Okay, that's preposterous. So, um, speaking of Florida State. Uh, NCAA announced penalties for uh, Florida State football, including two years probation. Um, they have to disassociate with a, a specific booster for three years. Um, one of their assistants, Alex Atkins, has been suspended. Um, and the reason for all of this, and there's a, assorted other penalties, recruiting, whatever, cut down on scholarships, this and that. Um, the reason for all of this is because of what they did in connection with NIL. In speci- specifically, specifically, uh, Atkins, this offensive assistant, drove a prospect to a meeting with the head of the program's most prominent NIL collective. And at that meeting, the booster offered the prospect $15,000 a month to play for the Seminoles. That prospect, uh, who was in fact... Amarius Mims, who's the terrific Mm -hmm. athletic tackle from Georgia. Um, He uh, stayed at Georgia. Uh, Mike Norvell, by the way, was not implicated in any of this. Nice job, Mike. I find this to be astonishing. Well, my first question was not... Because isn't... I mean, do, do we really believe... I mean, do we really believe that players... I The rules are you can't 
offer NIL money until a player is enrolled. You can't offer NIL money as an inducement, right? Hey, mm-hmm. come here. To, by the way, they seem to be doing a great job. Come at here and you will get, this is what you will get. Does anyone under the illusions that that's not exactly what is happening? Every coach says the first thing a player asks is, what am I going to get? Mm-hmm. So the idea that the NCAA would come down on LS, I mean FSU for doing what I just assume literally every school who is recruiting using NIL at a high level is doing seems just crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, the first question. I So when I'm reading the story, I'm not – I've gotten past the point where it's like, oh, well, this is ticky-tack. Well, no, duh. That's what they do. This, this isn't, that wasn't even ticky-tack. But my question it, was, it, how this do they get caught? This is at the essence. That's well, always the question for me is, how do they get caught? Because it's it's very similar to when you get the mobster who thought for they tax were really even? Who thought they were really even? This is, not, this is not for tax evasion. This is, they got him for the main thing, offering $15,000 for a player to come here, which everyone is doing. And which, 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 right? So that, that are they really the are they really going like, to start enforcing? But are they really going to? To me, the the first question is: Are they really enforcing this? They're I trying know, to. Oh, I yeah. didn't know they were going to really oh, be enforcing no, they, the inducement the, stuff. That's the problem. They they would like. I mean, don't you remember they sent out the letter last year? Like all these collectives are illegal. Yeah, but I I didn't think anyone took them seriously. Well, no, ever. I will say this: It's not necessarily that they took the threat of. Uh, you're you're calling us out for pay for play. That that's serious. They didn't take that serious. What they did take seriously is that everyone started organizing these collectives as nonprofits, and so everyone had to re everyone basically had to restructure as a for profit entity. I, I still don't understand if they are really coming down on trying because in the end, oh, they, they would always love to get a scalp. But in the end, in this is the first scalp they've ever gotten for this. Yes. In the end, just like. When the, when the way that people cheated was shoeboxes, most shoeboxes didn't get caught, and a few did. And let's, you wonder, not leave, let's not leave out the, the uh, casino chips. Whatever they were. Whatever, whatever the form of payment was, most mm-hmm. people didn't get caught because everyone was doing it, and occasionally someone would get caught, right? Um, and I presume if they're enforcing now using NIL and his inducement, it'll be the same thing. Most people will get caught. Some people, maybe it's because Mims went back to Georgia and told the Georgia people and Georgia told in Florida State because Florida State and Georgia recruit the same people. Well, the other thing I was thinking of is it was Mims in the portal? Like, that's the other thing. Mims was, at the time, was in the portal. And okay. then he took his name out of the portal. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the biggest deal is you are not allowed to take, you are not specifically allowed to have the coaching staff take a player to the NIL people. Like right. you can't that's Right. Right. They 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 it is funny like when we were talking uh Like in when, the end you get you in the end you usually always get caught for being stupid. And it was it was what was stupid was the driving the player Correct. to the NIL person, not the fact that the NIL was using him as an right. inducement. Anyway, it's kind of amazing because literally when we all know that the essence of what is happening right now in recruiting is offering money as an inducement. The the notion fair that they, market value, that they are, Jeff. Whatever, fair market or even value. fair market value. But the rule is you can't discuss it until they actually. Like, I mean, do you think any player take Penny? Every player on Penny's team was getting an nil money. Do you think they just enrolled in Memphis and then walked into the, to talk to the collective to say, hey, and what what am I getting after all? Now that I'm here, yes. can we discuss what I'm getting? Mm-hmm. That's exactly it's how it preposterous. happened. What I actually object to partly and maybe mostly about the NIL is it's a fantasy. It's trying to constrict it's trying to enforce a rule that everyone knows does not exist. Starting with the concept of amateurism like way back when, but here now they're enforcing this rule like we can pay players, but we can't play them. You can, there can be no discussion before they enroll. Literally, that's all the discussion. Why are people, why is Nick Saban leaving college football? Because he's sick of it. I mean, honestly, I mean, now we're at the point, it's like Roy Williams, uh, Coach K, Jay Wright. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, all of them, it's basically the same reason. And now they're just trying to enforce the existence of a fantasy world. I, I, I found it to be absolutely... Astonishing. All right. Uh, just to wrap this up on the coaching stuff real quick. If DeBoer goes, it won't create some great no. domino stuff, right? Because you think the OC I mean, as long as the- Grubb gets the Washington job, if, if, 
if in the end Grubb just follows him to Bama and then they they try to take another sitting Power Five coach, maybe. But I don't I don't know where Washington would be on the pecking order. Okay, and then do you have any other uh, any other conviction about where anyone will land or I- I- either uh, turning particularly turning to the NFL? We do know that Antonio Pierce is interviewing with the Titans. Antonio Pierce, the Raiders interim, who has not been ruled out uh, as the Raiders' next coach, is also not been ruled in as the Raiders' next head coach, and so is... You want to talk about a falling up? Interviewing with Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce, like, what was it, nine months ago, was the center of the Arizona State NCAA, all, all their NCAA problems. Like right. it was, he was the one leading the practices, the ignoring all the rules, the COVID. Yeah, but the NFL stuff. doesn't care about that. No, they don't. The, the NFL. Well, they said they care about it with Harbaugh. Remember? Yeah, they, the, yeah. Well, we'll see. Do you? Uh, okay, will Harbaugh go or stay? I have this weird gut feeling he's going to stay, and I've not like because I keep thinking about it this way. I don't think he's going to a job without a quarterback or a good quarterback spot. Well, I don't think he's going to Washington. The Chargers are cheap. Like, I don't understand why every, everyone keeps doing Chargers, Harbaugh, and he's got Justin Herbert. Dean Spanos, the biggest reason why they kept Brandon Staley is Brandon Staley was cheap. Like, I, they're not so you don't just, see that. I don't see that one. So you think he stays in Michigan? Just to, to fine point it. Because you don't see a landing spot for him in the NFL. I don't. Okay, and he kind of likes. He kind of likes being a martyr. Where does Bill Belichick go? Atlanta, right? I, sometimes I can Gabe, fall for the Gabe, cheese. Gabe. I can fall for the cheese. I'm Schefter got me with this mystery team. You'd always heard the rumors. And the reporting is exactly that it's probably going to be a team that's in the playoffs. So. To me, there's well, only there's the, only the two. one that you see all the time listed. A team that's on the playoffs that could be possible is Tampa. Oh, I was going Dallas. Yeah, if they belly flop, I can't see him doing that just because of Jerry. Well, on top of that, like control all of that. Bill Parcells, like despite their like falling out, like that is still kind of his mentor. Can Bill Belichick follow Tom Brady to Tampa? I hope so. God, I do. It, Brett, I mean, in the end, how, how, Rodgers it, went to the Jets just how like this? Favre. How about this as the actual best place for Bill Belichick? Philadelphia. They've fallen apart. They have. They have all the. They have. It, it appears they have every all the tools you need on defense, and yet they have a sucky defense. And you can kind of stick it to Patricia, like you couldn't fix it, but I could. How about? How about? I the mean, that's the Eagles. best. That is the best roster. It's easy the best roster if you take what what uh, some people say the 49ers is the best roster in the NFL, right? Yeah. And then they, a lot Count of people think that. the Eagles is the second best roster in yeah. the NFL. If you if you know apart from quarterback. Now, the question and is like so you what, take what, the what best the roster of Kelsey and, the and Lane all, Johnson and the all-time best. And also, can we not acknowledge Jalen Hurts is kind of back to stinking? That's fine. That's fine. That's never bothered and you're Bill paying, Belichick. But you're paying him. You're paying him. Still, that would be great. Isn't, isn't that the job you would most want? Well, yeah, and it, I would just laugh at Sirianni. God, that would be the best. That is the job you would most want, right? Yes, I think that's probably fair. Of the ones that the ones that potentially could you come, get to up, stay in the Northeast. Sort yeah, of. but you can still keep your Nantucket place. Keep your yeah. Is that exactly. where? Is it or is it? Martha's and so Senior? much more attractive than Atlanta. Atlanta's got a pretty good roster, though. The problem is you don't have a quarterback. You don't have a quarterback. But trade like trade for one. I don't know. Do you, like, do you trade for Justin Fields or do you do the? Hey, Kirk. I know your wife's from Atlanta. Here's the problem. With tra- one problem with tra- I guess trading for Justin Fields. You probably only have to give up a second, right? You don't have to dis. You don't. Do we, you're, do we even think you have to give up that? They don't have a ton of leverage. Think a third. You're certainly giving up a third, second or third for Justin Fields. Yes, maybe. Ma- maybe that's what you do. Um, all right. We have uh, Grizzlies to talk about. We have Tiger Hoops to talk about. Uh, we have uh, the new barbecue contest. We got a name for the barbecue contest. In <laughs> fact, before we go any, let's and, and I'll save that for the second. We got a new game for the barbecue contest to talk about. We haven't talked about the shoplifter in Collierville. That was a mm. wild story. 
Uh, so we have a busy day. Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. But Jason Smith is next. Uh, if you are one of the folks who's going to be wagering on Super Wildcard Weekend and enjoying it, that's great. If you are one of the folks who wagers too much or cares too much or in any way uh, the wagering is an impediment to your life and happiness, I would suggest, and I really do mean this, I know the folks over there, uh, reaching out and talking to the gambling clinic. Um, it's over at the University of Memphis. It's been here for decades now. They've helped you know, thousands of people. Um, they're not anti-gambling. They're not, they don't say gambling's evil. They don't want, they're, they're anti-gambling they're anti that has a detrimental impact on your life. And so again, if it's, if it's that you're spending too much money, uh, if it's that you're, you know, you're obsessing about it or anyone in your family, um, reach out to the folks at the gaming clinic. What they try to do is have individual sessions. You meet with a, a counselor you try to figure out what the challenges are, and they help you work through your uh, your problems and 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 if it is an addiction, your addictions. It's the Gambling Clinic, and you can uh, contact them at thegamblingclinic.com. Back with Jason Smith. We'll do that next. Jeff Calkins, your ninety-two nine half FM ESPN. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Unsportsmanlike. Where sports and entertainment collide. Weekday mornings from 5 a.m. till 9 a.m. On Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Anywhere on the free Odyssey app. I lock up my Old Spice Fiji Aluminum Free Dry Spray to keep that 24-7 lasting freshness safe for myself. Fresh coconuts, palm trees in the wind. It's like catching waves in Fiji. Actually, I just talked myself into a refreshing spritz of Fiji. My old spice is missing! No! <laughs> Don't miss out on limited-time appliance deals during the closeout event at Lowe's. Get up to 35% off select major appliances. Plus, save an extra $100 when you spend $999 or more on all major appliances. Hurry, these deals are too good to last long. Shop in-store or online today because Lowe's knows home improvement. Valid 1-4 through 124. Selection varies by location. While supplies last, see Lowe's.com for details. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck buck here, a buck buck there, here a buck, there a buck, everywhere a buck buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Start practicing your pitching for the ultimate $80,000 snowball fight at Southland Casino Hotel. Join us Saturdays in January from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for hourly drawings. 40 winners every week will win a share of $20,000 in free play. Want in? Get an entry for every 24 points earned daily with five times the entries on Wednesdays. Don't miss Saturdays at Southland. It's going to be so much fun. 
Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. BetMGM, official sportsbook partner of the Memphis Grizzlies, invites you to be a major baller this hoop season. So grab the rock and get in on the action. Because it's never been easier to join BetMGM's new and improved app, where you can use the same account across all states. Plus, you can take advantage of their first bet offer using code MEMPHIS and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first wager ends up being a brick. Register with BetMGM today, where you'll get instant access to a ton of betting options, including parlays, player props, live betting, and the best daily promotions in the business. So mem this and boldly take the court with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus to wager. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Hey, Kathy, you know I've been seeing those State Farm commercials. You guys have built quite a team. Holmes, Kelsey, Derrick Henry. Bundle my auto and my homes. Oh, yeah. Steve, we are proud of that team, and I'm proud of my team. Your team is awesome. I know firsthand. If there's a question or problem, they're on top of it. My name is on the sign outside, but it's my talented team inside that makes the difference. Hey, call Kathy Thurman Edwards, State Farm agent on Brookhaven Circle. 901-767-7744. I'm not as cute as Jake, but I'm better looking than a lizard. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6986. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-6986. That's 800-575-6986. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. So you're in the middle of a kitchen update, and you can't tell if that's a faucet stem or a flange. With the Home Depot app, doing doesn't miss a beat. It'll find what you need in a snap, and it'll show you how to find it in store with a tap. Or get it delivered free for doing that doesn't stop download the home depot app it's made for doing when something happens to your car you might say no my car but what you really need to say is something that can actually help like a good neighbor state farm is there just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Tune in to Jason and John for the ultimate Memphis sports experience. From Tiger's pride to Grizzly's grit, it's all right here. J&J Middays, 11 till 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. It says, uh, what's it say? One degree now. What are we going to have Monday? What that means is you may have exploding pipes. I've been telling you. Service master by Cornerstone. Go ahead and write it down. Just like you need your bread and you need your milk, you need your service master by Cornerstone. 901 Respond is the... I hope you don't need it. Listen, turn on the, you know, get the faucets dripping, all that stuff. But uh, when disaster strikes, it's good to know that here in Memphis, we've got a place that's locally owned and operated. It's the number one service master franchise in the country. 
got a 24-hour phone line, works with every insurance company, and has the expertise and the urgency that you need. Again, I hope you don't need it. But right now, if you're listening, there will be someone who is listening right now whose pipes will explode this week or early next week. And for those folks, I recommend highly Service Master by Cornerstone. Joined now by Jason Smith. Jason and John, every single day from 11 until 2. Uh, and I broke the news earlier that it, in fact, will be Jason and John. I've been looking at you. From the grave. You, you've set a standard that the Grizzlies can emulate. It's just next man up. You know, you've, you've been carrying the load. It's uh, Taylor Jenkins would be impressed by your mentality, Jason. I very much appreciate that, but um, I'm tired to do a two-man show, and it's time for the second <laughs> guy to come back. And so I'm, I'm, I was smiling as we start this hit, Jeff, because I was just texting with John, uh-huh. um, who had been he, you know, Bennett, Bennett, John, and I have a group text that we hit often, and John had been gone from it. You know, Ben and I are texting during the Tigers game. John has no comment, so uh-huh. we haven't. He's literally been on his deathbed. We've had no, and then just before uh, you guys called, I was texting with him, so I'm smiling because I can't wait to hear him talk pretty much for three hours today about <laughs> everything, that, carry the everything, ball. That he, everything that he missed the past three days. Load so, no, management no, I'm, I'm excited for Jason. to have him back. Yeah, um, so back. I'm interested on his in his Mikey opinions because I, I can't believe, by the way, the guy has never played a minute for Memphis. He will never play a minute for Memphis. The amount of time that we have spent talking about, thinking about Mikey Williams is kind of crazy. And even now on his way out, it's a controversy because he says, you know, Memphis, there was not enough urgency on the part of Memphis to bring him in and, and whatever. And he's basically sort of not criticizing Penny. He's criticizing the committee um, for you know, right, throwing them right. on the bus on the way out. Now, my, John has been, I don't know, maybe this is not a fair way to summarize him. The main Mikey hater in the in the, the, the in the city. So what does he think of all this? Are we going to find out, or do you know? Can you give us a a little bit of foreshadowing? Well, I mean, he, he he's. I think we hit. We might have hit this on Monday. We did get a little bit from John in the one day he was here this week because I, I do remember him specifically. I, I I figured John would feel validated in the sense. Not, not you said Mikey hater. One thing about John, and he I, was the guy that said Penny should cut him loose, is that once everything was reduced. Right. Once right. Mikey took the felony, one felony charge, making threats that can be dropped down to the misdemeanor. John did back off. I mean, backed off in the sense that, OK, you know, it, it, it can make sense now if we're talking about Mikey Williams coming next season. Just I mean, uh, the guy's got a misdemeanor on his record when August comes around, when the August sentencing comes around. So, you know, John had softened his stance. Now, that, that said, I still thought he would feel validated just in the sense that I, John's whole point has been that you're. You're wasting time. Mikey's a distraction outside the program and potentially would be inside. Look at the decision-making. You know, and I figured with this point, after Penny had backed Mikey the way he had, and Mikey decides, you know what, this isn't going fast enough for me, to your point, really blaming the committee, not Penny, I figured John would come in Monday and feel validated. No, it, it wasn't that, but it was, my gosh, how much time. It's what you said. How much time does it feel like has been wasted? Investment has been wasted on a guy that you know now will will likely never suit up in a Tigers uniform. And and I don't buy the. And I said it. I said it on our show yesterday. You know, I, I realize that Mikey's attorney's got a job to do, and Mikey's got a side on this. But but what where I will defend the committee in Memphis. Set aside Penny, who clearly you know has a relationship with Mikey, wants him. Is that Memphis said in that statement from the very beginning that they would deal with this when his legal troubles were over. And Memphis can make the case that your legal troubles are not done until August, that August sentencing, when everything is a misdemeanor. And so it's not like anything has shifted here or that uh, uh, I asked you yesterday, does it feel like the committee's slow playing them? They can stick to what they said. This thing's not cleared up. Although we can say publicly, yeah, Mikey, I mean, I'm, I'm not even going to use the phrase dodge the bullet. It's not that it's dodge the bullet. It's not the time to use that phrase right now, specifically with, with what he did. But Mikey got, my gosh, he caught a break. But that's, we, but the legal issues are not over. And so I know he wants to play immediately. That's, that's what's clear is that Mikey wants to get into a situation right now because, again, we know the business of Mikey Williams, the brand of Mikey Williams has, 
has, has, has grinded to a halt because of his legal issues. I understand him wanting to rush this, but I also understand, you know, the way Memphis has handled it. It's sticking to its, uh, uh, to what it said it was going to do. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate in the sense that it seems like Penny really wanted to get the kid. The kid put himself in this situation. And so any painting of yourself as a victim here, Memphis is doing me wrong. Uh, I don't think we're buying at all. So that, that at least yeah. I'm not. So and, and, that's, that's where we're at. And, I, and we've probably spent too much time already <laughs> in this hit. I feel guilty that we're talking so much about this guy that's that's never going to show gonna up. Play. When, when, yeah. I, when I talked to Laird about this the other day. And you day. don't need him. That's the other yes, thing, right, Jeff? If this was some five-star you know, future lottery pick that you were going to you know, wrap your roster around, but times have changed. And Penny Hardaway's shown that part, too. So that's why it feels like, my gosh, we have wasted a ton of time. When I when I talked to Laird the other day, he he made it pretty clear. I don't think the committee was waiting until the summer. I think he said that we've been through the process, and now the committee, you know, now we have with the criminal process, and now we've the now we've started the university well, process. But there should be a process when a guy's shooting guns at people. Well, there should be a there should be a process about it. I, I guess what I would say is I think Penny comes out of this looking really good. Like like Penny basically too. said that quote about I got into this to stick my name neck out for players. Yep. I just thought it was just great. Oh, it's, it's going to resonate. It's something. It's a card you can play all day long, and really one you don't have to. You can just say, "Look at how I handled the situation with Mikey." It, what it goes to is that when Penny is uh, in that, you know, uh, on that visit or whatever, on that phone, on that, you know, Zoom, um, when he says, "I've got my guys back," he can point to that and say, "Look at, you know, look at what I went through with Mikey." And so it's not. It's it's that. It's what he's done. We've talked about this, Jeff, with guys outside. That don't even play, didn't even play college ball for him, like a Quentin Grimes, who he took care of and prepped before the draft, and it obviously helped uh, Grimes' draft stock, but also what he's done in the league since. Like that reputation of players' coach, uh, he's absolutely got, and I think to your point, you only he he gains in this in that sense. Uh, he had Mikey's back from the get go, and the and the quote pretty much sums it up. Like you know, if, if there's a guy out there that again. You know, maybe maybe he's he, you know he's in a situation where he's been in a little bit of trouble and he's looking for you know, but and, and is worth saving. Back to the point for Penny Hardaway, then absolutely, Penny's got a story to tell. I'm a player's coach. That's I look out for more than just your basketball career. I want to help you as a human being. And so I think that helps Penny Hardaway. Uh, not that he needed any more with where where he is as transfer portal king, but it absolutely helps the narrative that he is the player's coach. I mean, look at the way he picked up Caleb Mills. You know, back right. to this point of you know, and carried him off the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He could, he could sell that all day long, and it's not a hard sell. Um, okay, so I think we've. We have, speaking of things we've talked about enough, this idea that Memphis plays down the competition, that they, that they don't take it seriously until things get serious, all of that, I, I, I get that. Is there anything in the last several games that causes you to any degree of concern about the team apart from that? Like, in other words, when you look at this team, when they're locked in, do you think they have everything they need, or are there things that that you worry about whether it's whether it's it wasn't a problem the other day whether it's the rebounding whether it's the 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 offense sometimes can look like it's players taking turns or whether it's the like is there anything about is it just a matter of are they going to be focused tonight are there any broader concerns that have emerged for you i I do i'm 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 interested question because when i think about it the one thing there are times where memphis is controlling the boards Right, as badly as they've been beaten at times this year, and particularly on the defensive glass, teams killing them on the offensive, getting offensive rebounds. Um, there have been stretches where Memphis, including against Clemson, has like you know held its opponents to one shot, and for prolonged stretches. My point is that when Malcolm's playing well, when Tomlin's rebounding, Nicholas Jordan this last game with the double double, I'm not as worried about rebound. I could I could sit there. We've talked a lot about it. You know what it is. It's the loss of Caleb Mills and how that affects you defensively. I think that in terms of on-the-floor things I'm concerned about, because, again, offensively, they can be playing bad, and we've seen it. Quinterly can still step up, hit the big shot, whether it's individually or as a team. I mean, yeah, sure, we could go. We want more continuity, sure, all of that. But I still think when you subtract Caleb Mills from what they had been doing defensively and then you see a 57-point you know, second half against UTSA, a UTSA team that you you had pegged, okay, what this team wants to do is beat you from the three-point line. You knew that going in, and they still do it. Okay, how much in losing Caleb Mills, how much have I lost? 
defensively. We've got to make, you know, we can absorb this. I still think, on, you know, if I'm Penny Hardaway, I'm saying we can absorb this on both ends, the loss of Caleb Mills. But I think particularly on the defensive end, based on what we've just seen, that's where I've got to get it. I would be most concerned. I mean, I think that's, you know, Caleb was your top perimeter defender. Jalen Young has shown he can be a spark. But offensively, I think it's easier to fill that void. Defensively, that's where I think, you know, whether it's, again, guys not recognizing switches. You're still playing a lot of guys, right? We, we saw 11 guys in the first half. Some of them, the young guys, I mean, you had Sharon Font out there. You had Jordan, you know, uh, uh, Pierre, uh, uh, Pierre you had out there. Those guys haven't played a ton for you defensively. And so trying to find some continuity minus Caleb Williams, is probably, you know, my top concern at this point. Look at it, because you just gave up a hundred and some points uh to UTSA. I realize that's a you know, a team that can score, but you were a, you were thirtieth in offense in defense coming into that game, dropped down to forty fourth, and it looked a lot like you missed Caleb Mills. Because that's who you put on the right. you know, the Ivy Curry kid in that game. We've seen it this season. They didn't have him to do it and the kid kept going off. Uh what was your reaction when the news came across that Marcus Smart is going to be out for six, well, reevaluated in six weeks because of the finger injury. I smiled, sort of a what else can go wrong, but right. then a smile, in the, the smile in the sense of, too, and I made the point, look, the, 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 the push to the plan is over. The, the hopes of, of, and if you do, making any noise once you're in there, that stuff's gone. And so I was talking with Drew about it yesterday and a lot with Connor about it. You know, they're, they're invested in Marcus Smart, certainly in terms of what they gave up to go get him. And so whether it's for next year as a part of this rotation, because there are some things you can be excited about. You can be excited about the last three games he's played offensively, best stretch of his career offensively, and then defensively. When he's been on the floor with Jared, and as Chris Harrington's point out, Vince Williams Jr. out there, they've been one of the best defenses in the league. And so my point is that you can tell yourself, yeah, you know, we want to preserve him. We want to make sure he's good for next season. Or even in that sense, Marcus Smart not playing. You're not playing him thirty something minutes, trying to make an unrealistic push to a to a to a, to a, to a play in. And doing that, you you preserve him for as an asset, possibly. If there if there was some trade where you could say, okay, this is a clear upgrade for next season. So either way, it's probably a good thing. It just means, Jeff, you've talked. We've talked about it all week long. It means seeing more of these young guys because you have to. And in the end, you know, I know the vibes around the team are good and, and, and it feels good. This 3-0 and stretch has been great. But in the end, they're going to come back down to earth playing these young guys. And what it's going to do ultimately is to improve another asset, which is your draft pick. And so in the end, it's, it's probably for the best. I know nobody wants to hear that, particularly with the way they played. And Marcus has been a big part. You know, of the, the, with the way he shot the ball from three of them winning three straight. So we know what's going to happen. It's probably for the best, again, whether it's Mar- for Marcus being a part of this thing next season. You're hoping for the bounce back, if you've, as you've laid out, like a Denver did, like a Golden State did, if he's part of it next year or as a trade piece. I don't mind him missing the next six weeks because, in essence, you're preserving, you know, you're preserving a little bit of tread on those tires. And we know those, you know, that tread's gone down. Now in what is tenth season, uh, you want to preserve him as an asset. So if, probably for the best. If you're interested in, uh, if you if if uh, if folks are out there are already looking at the reverse standings for the purposes of of the yep. lottery, I'll say Portland made a statement last night. Uh, that's Ooh. the team that is just below the Grizzlies in the standings, but losing to the Thunder by sixty two points. Top that Memphis. That was really a, that was an emphatic display. Of an aptitude. So, oh, last thing, Jason, before I let you go, what yeah. is what is the current status of bread and milk in the Smith household? You know, my wife about two years ago shifted over to grocery delivery from Kroger, oh. and 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 I don't I don't think it's very expensive. Um, it's not like we're you know we're rolling it. We couldn't you know right. if we couldn't afford it, we wouldn't do it. Uh, but she doesn't pay a ton, and as a result, we get these great Kroger gas points. That I'm able to use. That's the other the, the other perk about getting the delivery is you get you get these massive amounts of Kroger gas points. And so back to the point, we've been doing that. We it's been so long since we've had to go into a a, a grocery store and see the panic and everything else. And I was listening to Barnes on the radio this morning, uh, uh, listening to you and, and and Jeffrey talking about Sam's and everything else. Barnes said there was no water yesterday in Target. Like I I don't miss those times at all. And I would I, listen. There are folks out there 
that literally are the, the, the jobs they have right now, right? Best job they can get or certainly the one that best fits their schedule. They're, they're delivering groceries. You're actually helping employ folks by taking advantage of it. And so rather than a, I, if, uh, my suggestion would be rather than go trying to rush into that yourself, you know, go, go, go check into the, uh, the delivery deal. I know there, there are some places. How often does it come? How often does the Kroger deliver? We do it. We, we do it once a week. She does it once a week. We have to. We and do you ever have to go augment? Everything. Do you ever go augment? You're like, ah, she does. Yeah. And we do. And the, and the only, and there are some, there are some cons, Jeff, because a lot of times what you order is not what you get. And you'll get texts that, oh, this is not here or whatever else, or they'll leave something off. Right. It's not, it's not your eye on the fruit, right. you know, that's your bits. It's someone else's. So there, you know, there have been times where, yeah, to, to your point, she's had to go back and make a mid run, but she has it delivered. We load up on points again. It can't be that expensive, dude, because like I told you, like she wouldn't be doing it. And I would suggest at least looking into that because the other benefit of that again is you're, you're opening. You don't have to deal there. with the zoo out there. Well, that's an and, interesting And thought. you don't have to deal with the zoo. So at least look into it. I would suggest that. All right. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Take care, brother. Yep. Uh, Jason and John will be together again. Reunion tour. The reunion tour beginning at 11 o'clock. Do you do the deliveries, Jeffrey? Do you guys do the? No. Uh, we, we... You're a grocery store professional. Correct. And, like, that's also, like, Aaliyah's. That's, like, Aaliyah's thing she likes to do is, like, just go to the grocery store. <laughs> I yes, like. I, 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 I would consider myself an expert. I enjoy going of to the grocery retail, store. Retail of retail food. I don't hate the grocery store. I kind of enjoy. I kind of enjoy the grocery store. A uh, Grizzlies tonight, by the way, and uh, um, we were talking about this earlier. We got Chris Harrington coming up next. Um, get in price mm-hmm. for the Grizzlies tonight is. I believe it was thirteen dollars. Let me double check. Let's, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to give the people we bad info. Awesome. Well, here's the other. Here's the. It's a perfect. It is. A, a Twelve dollars. It is a pun intended. Perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, you have no jaw. Now you got no Marcus Smart. You've got signature games, right? Like absolutely signature games. But with the with the Clippers and the Knicks and then the Warriors. But you've also got. You know, we, we are not the most hardy people. No. Right? And so you've got a storm mm-hmm. uh, uh, coming down on us. And so right now you could get into the terrace level, I mm-hmm. presume, for 12 bucks. Correct. And this, according to SeatGeek, is including fees. Okay. How about, let's let's continue along. Mm-hmm. How about a, the a next, next game? game? Well, Jeff, you're going to have to spend a little bit more. $15, according to SeatGeek, including Here's, fees. It, it, that, that may... Depending on on the the progress of the storm, mm-hmm. that may come down. I wouldn't go for that high price right now. And then I really am sort of interested in the Monday game because the Monday game, like I I know this family that was that's coming that they're from Memphis. I talked about them the other day because they were disappointed because there's going to be no job. They're mm-hmm. coming they're coming back here for the MLK game to watch Ja and Steph and. And that's like so. Jaw's gone, but you still get Steph, and the Warriors are bad. But you know, to me, that's the best of all worlds. You got crappy Warriors, but if you like Steph, you still get to see the great historic Steph, right? So you've got that. You've got MLK. Like, there's a lot of good stuff. Special, always a special day, and yet it could be one degree. Yes, with snow. Yes, so not in the building. Not, not. We're going to presume, even though it is in need of repair, mm-hmm. that it's not in the building. What's the get-in price for a uh, for the Monday game? So a little bit better from the uh, from the old wallet perspective. Thirty-seven dollars. Oh, that's real. Yes, thirty-seven bucks is real. I do wonder how that would compare to if the circumstances were different. You know, if, if it, it were, were strength, it, like full if strength, it, if it were, yeah, full strength because these full uh, strength. My guess would be closer to a hundred dollars. Yeah, because these are the games yeah. where people would. Well, a it's dynamic pricing, so the face value of a Warriors ticket is, higher, is always anyway. higher. And the, but these are the games where people would. Yeah, this is where you sell your you, tickets. You sell and, your and you ticket buy, and you, you buy, buy half your yeah. season ticket. In fact, one of the fallouts from this incredible scourge. And by the way, when we say we laugh at. Marcus Smart's injury. It's not because there's not, anything yeah, no. funny about it. It's not anyone enjoys it's not, yeah, it. It's, it's nothing just with like Marcus. It's just like it's, it's the situation. Just like circumstantial. If you're at home and your car breaks down what and next? your furnace goes out and the dog is sick and 
you know, whatever else. And then the, your daycare closes for that. Like, you're like, what the hell? What else could go wrong? And that's sort of where the Grizzlies are. Uh, but one of the one of the other little fallouts here is that all these season ticket holders are going to be... Uh, the, 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 Hope the, you sold them early. They're not going to be cashing in. Um, and I do, and I am interested in what it will mean for the Grizzlies in terms of building Well, if momentum. their promotions are any, any reflection, right after Ja got hurt, they had a five-game five game power pack for $30. Yeah. I actually wonder about the momentum going into next year, too. Like, I think they'll be good next year, right? I, I think they'll be good next year. You know, who knows? Assuming good yeah, health. No, I, I agree. I assume good health. I think they'll be, I think, in fact, there's an argument that they'll be you heading into next year, you can be maybe more optimistic about how the good than you would how good they'll be than sure, you would have been coming in. Surely this you year. can't have this kind of injury luck again. Hey, you're not next year. You won't be going into the year with John missing the first twenty five games. So just looking, you're already starting in a better. You're spot. starting in a better spot, and if you can get, you got Vince Williams now. You're going to have a lot like lottery pick. You're going to have a summer of uh, working on the roster. My suspicion is that in actual real terms, heading into next year, you should be more optimistic than you were heading into this year. Certainly heading into this year after the Stephen Adams injury. But 